If you want different results from the rest of society, you got to play the game of life different than the rest of society. We're talking about mindset, Tiger Woods, golf, and why you got to start with the flag in mind. My name's Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is the Compete Every Day Podcast, a show designed to help driven people build a winning mindset so they can build their winning life. Welcome to the show. Good morning, competitor. Jake here, your Chief Encouragement Officer. Welcome or welcome back to the Compete Every Day Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to give a shout out to Competitor Nation member Brandon Michael. Brandon is training for a 10K on Thanksgiving. We are just about a month and a half away. And so this guy is a 20 plus year weightlifter, has chosen to get out of his comfort zone, get out of his routine, start chasing races. And so I want to give a shout out to Brandon today for that. If you want to get to know Brandon and other members of Competitor Nation in our free Facebook community, I would love to meet you. I'd love to connect with you more than anything. I'd love to support you. So all you got to do is if you're on Facebook, search Competitor Nation in the search bar, join the group or head to facebook.com slash groups slash compete every day. And while I'm on that note, want to give you a shout out that on Saturday, that's right, tomorrow, we're doing a special drop because it is October 1st, which means it is Halloween season. Cue the ghosts, cue the werewolves, let the vampires and the zombies come out. We've got a couple of drops hitting the shelves this month, including our Halloween special, Still Breathing, which I love. I think Greg, our design guy, did a phenomenal job with this about the idea that no matter what tries to break you, no matter what tries to stop you, you're still staying and still breathing. And most of all, you're still competing for your goals. It's that idea that what the world tried to break, what the devils tried to break, what the, the villains the doubts, the critics tried to break, they couldn't. And you're still standing, still breathing, and still chasing and competing for your goals. So if you want to check that shirt out, it hit shelves tomorrow. And the best part is that shirt as well as our Bring Back Until My Last Breath, the Glow in the Dark t-shirt, tank, and long sleeve you can get for 25% off during the first 25 hours of its release. That's right. It's going to be Saturday, October 1st at 10 a.m. Central until Sunday, October 2nd at 11 a.m. Central. You're going to be able to get 25% off either of our Halloween drops with the code SPOOKY. That's S-P-O-O-K-Y, but you got to act fast. So if you're listening to this on opening day of this episode or you're listening to it on the weekend, I'm going to challenge you to get in and get that shirt. The code SPOOKY for 25% off is only valid for the first 25 hours. So get in and grab your Halloween shirt. We've got the still breathing, and then we have the glow in the dark until my last breath. The reminder this month that despite the the goblins, the villains, the demons, the ghosts, the inner doubts, the critics, the fears... If you keep showing up, keep competing, keep giving everything you've got until that last breath, victory. Now, as we kick off today's show, you might be wondering, what are we doing talking golf? What are we doing talking mindset? What does this have to do with me? 
I was reading in a book recently around how Tiger Woods played golf differently than other people. And obviously on the surface, you think, of course he did. Tiger's one of the best ever. He just played better than everybody else. He played since he was the age of two, since he could walk. He had a club in his hand. Of course, he plays the game differently. Every one of us would love to have started building our skills at two years old, consistently pushing it to where we're the best in the world. But Jake, I'm not there. Jake, I'm in my 20s. Jake, I'm in my 30s. Jake, I'm in my 50s. I don't have time to go back to being two and working all those reps again. But that's, that's not what I have in mind. That's actually not what the talk was about when the book referenced. See, it's not about swinging the club like Tiger Woods. It's not about wearing the red on Sundays and putting down your opponents like Tiger Woods. It's about playing the game of life like Tiger played the game of golf. When I started playing golf, and even some still today, a lot of us play golf this one specific way. We get up to the tee box, we look at the map of where the course goes. Maybe the course goes straight, a little bit to the right. So we think, okay, the shot I'm gonna hit with my driver. And then after I hit that shot with the driver, I'm hoping it's in the fairway, I'm gonna figure out what shot I wanna hit next. And so we get up to the ball again for that second shot. And we determine what our second shot needs to be based on where we are and where we hit the first one. And then we hopefully get that second shot near the green and we get our pitching wedge out and we're thinking I'm just going to chip it up on the green and then I'm going to try to put it in and we're going for par on a par four. It's how most of us play the game of golf. Tiger played the game of golf very differently. See, while I would get up to the tee box and think I'm going to hit my driver and then I'm going to figure out what club to hit after that, Tiger starts at the pin. He starts where the flag and the hole is and he thinks, okay, If that flag is at the front of the green, that means I need the shot right before it to be right up in front of it because I just want to chip it right up to the front of the green. I don't have to worry about hitting it to the back. So if I need that shot to be close to the front of the green, then the shot before that needs to be middle of the fairway on the left-hand side. It gives me the best way to hit it. And if I want to hit that next one on the middle of the fairway left hand, then my drive needs to be straight with a slight fade to the left. He looks at how he plays golf with the end in mind and works backwards. While everybody else goes from the start, the tee box, all the way to the flag, Tiger starts with the flag where he visualizes he needs to go and then works backwards. So how does this apply to us in life? Well, a lot of us are playing life like we do golf. We're thinking, okay, I'm going to make this one move. I'm going to take this job. I'm going to do this promotion. I'm going to join this gym. And then I'm going to go a little bit and I'll figure out what my next move is. We're not thinking two, three, four, five moves ahead. We're just thinking one. What's the next move? And there's an important idea of of being present in the moment and focusing on the next move, but you've got to know four, five, six moves ahead. You've got to play the game of life like chess. You have to know what move you're going to make five from now and then focus on just making the next one. If we were to play the game of life like Tiger, we would ask ourselves the questions, where do I want to be 10 years from now? And to get there 10 years from now, what's something I need to do to get to where I need to be in five years? Because in order to get to that 10-year goal, I need to make sure there's a certain mile marker at five. And if I need to get to that spot by five, then what do I need to do this year to get there? And if I need to get to that spot by the end of this year, what's the one thing I need to do in the next six months 
to get there. And if I need to get there in the next six months, what do I need to do this month to start down that path? It's a similar approach that Gary Keller and Jay Papazan wrote about in the book, The One Thing. It's about thinking five, 10 years ahead and then working backwards to what do I need to do today? And the reason I talk about this is not just because I've gotten in the routine of trying to play golf as much as I can, but looking at my life and thinking right now I'm 39, I'm getting close to the quote average halfway point in life. I bought a poster recently that shows my life in weeks and each week is a a black dot and then there's open dots on the rest of it and it's my reminder that time is ticking. And if I make it to 88, man, that's exciting, but that means in five years, I'm halfway. I'm halfway through my life. And where do I want to be in five years, in 10 years? What do I want the second half of my life to look like? And over the last few months, I've really started to chew on that idea. And I've set goals my entire life, things I'm chasing after. And I've taken steps to get there. I say, okay, if I want to get to that goal, what's the one thing I need to do today? But I think more than anything, the last month to two months, I've really reevaluated everything and said, When I turn 45, what do I want my day-to-day to to look like? And if I want my day-to-day to to look like, what do I want my relationships to look like? What do I want my health to look like? What do I want my finances to look like, my career to look like? And, And I took out a piece of paper not long ago and started sketching all this out, trying to think of the game of life like Tiger Woods thinks of golf. I said, okay, I want my finances at 45 to be this. I want my work life to look like this. I want to speak this many times a year. I want to write this many books a year. I want to take this many trips with my wife. I want to spend this many nights out with friends. I want to get to play golf this many times a year. I want my health to be, I want to be at this weight or this body fat percentage. And I started writing all this down and looking at this on paper instead of just keeping it in my head as a nice to have. And then I drew an arrow out to the side and said, okay, if I want to achieve that, what's the one thing I need to do over the next year to get closer to that? To put myself in a position five years from now, what's the one thing over the next year I need to do? And so I wrote it down. And then I drew another arrow out to the side. And so what's the one thing I need to do this month to start getting after it? And I wrote down everything for that. So now I have where I want to be in five years? And then where do I need to be in one year in order to be on pace for that five-year goal? And then where do I need to be at the end of this month in order to be on pace for that one-year goal? And then what's the one thing I'm committed to doing this week to make sure I get on that one-month spot? See, I worked backwards from the pen. I looked at where's the hole? Where's the flag? Where's the final shot need to be? And then what's the shot I got to take before And what's the shot I got to take before that? And then where am I today? And what's the first shot I need to make? And the most freeing thing about that is it renewed my focus, not for just a goal, but for a lifestyle I wanted to create. And understanding I'm not going to get there today. Tony Robbins laughs that most of us overestimate how much we can get done in a year and underestimate how much we can get done in a decade. And so I think about my life and think, If I can chip away at this goal, one day at a time, one month at a time, five years from now, it's going to take care of itself. 
And it may change because where I wanted to be at 25 is different than where I want to be at 45. And if you ask me my goals at 20, they were different than asking me my goals today at 39. But I don't think it's we get there by looking at it from what do I need to do this year to be in a better position tomorrow? It's where do I want to go five, 10 years from now? What do I need to do this year to get closer? What do I need to do this month to get closer? And what am I going to do today to get in that better spot? It's playing life backwards so that we know ultimately where we go. And then we put our focus into what we're doing every single day to get there. Tiger knows what shots he needs to make to get to that hole on the green. And then he's locked into making the best shot right now, today, the only one he controls. So how many of us in life are just playing shot to shot? We're playing tee box to fairway to hopefully not a sand trap to maybe we can chip it on the green and then hopefully we'll put it in. We're just playing one move after another and not thinking three, four, five steps ahead. We're so consumed in the moment that we forgot where we're trying to go. And that means one day we're going to wake up and not like where we are because we weren't looking up to figure out where we were going, the direction we were moving. We were so locked into just now. So today, take a few minutes. It's Friday. Invest that weekend separate winner's time and take 10 to 15 minutes. Say 10 years from now, where do I want to be? What do I want my life to look like? What do I want to look like? Five years from now, if I want to get to that 10 spot, where do I need to be on the halfway spot? One year from now, what do I need to do to be on pace for that five-year mark so I can hit that 10-year mark? This month, going into October, what's the one thing I need to do by Halloween to put me in the right position? And then more importantly, when Monday rolls around on October 3rd, what am I going to do next week to put myself in a position to hit my goal for this month? So I'm on pace to hit my goal for this year. So I stay on track for that five-year goal. And then at 10 years, I wake up where I want to be. Everybody in life is so short-sighted, playing the short game, looking for the quick hack, playing it one shot after another. Winners, champions, the ones that are doing things differently are looking at the game of life differently. They have the end in mind and they're working backwards to build the reality one day at a time. To get a different result than everyone else in society, you gotta play the game of life different than everyone else in the society. Play with the end in mind. Map out your next 10, maybe even just five years and start putting it into practice this week. Don't put it off for January 1st. You don't need a date in a calendar. You've got today. So go make the most of it, competitor. You know I'm cheering for you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with the team, drop us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And to find out more about our resources, content, and gear that will help you build that winning mindset so you better compete for your best life, visit competeeveryday.com.